a different version of the Anything But Quiet Time podcast. A little bonus episode for you. Yeah. For something to do. <laughs> We're going to talk about embarrassing stuff. Honestly, it feels probably not like a stretch for you to be listening to us. Mm-hmm. And, and embarrassment might be something that is irregular. You're probably thinking they embarrass themselves all the time. We're just what not mindful about, about yeah. it. <laughs> this is stuff that we've been called out on. It's Rochelle and Carter and also our morning show producer joining us this time, Raina Raina. Yes, if we can be vulnerable and make you laugh during mm. this crazy time, yes. we're happy to do it. Yes, let's do it. So... Let's tell us some of our favorite Kind of embarrassing stories. I do have a great memory of my my grandma and my grandpa. It was way back when in Tulsa, Oklahoma, an ice storm took out their electricity. It was the same night as Christmas. So we had just gotten back home with Uh our gifts from grandma and grandpa's house. And then we found out they have no place to go. They're going to come stay with us. Coming back. I don't know how my mom felt about her in-laws coming over, but she was gracious (laughs) and loving and they, she gave her their bed. You know, my parents gave up their bed for my grandparents. It was awesome. And then they told these great stories. And it got us through a pretty difficult time yeah. hearing and reminiscing and having those stories. This is bringing back some memories right now. I um, I guess you want me to start? Or Go for have? it. Yes. Harder. Break my, the ice. I, my, my wife just reminded me about one involving grocery stores because... You know, here here we are, everybody going to the grocery store. Yeah. By the way, with, at the time we were recording this, and probably still while you're listening, no need to rush the grocery store. <laughs> They're going to have plenty of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, I went to, I just, I'm not going to name this big chain. Nobody name it. Um, but you can imagine some of the bigger grocery store chains. Does it begin No, with- no, don't do that. So, because it's not going to, it's I'm not going to say nice things necessarily oh, about this chain. I, oh, I think I'm going to do it. Don't do it. She's, she's going to be good. So, she's going to be good. Just, you're six feet away, but pinch her if necessary. Yeah. She's got her taser gun. Right? So, I was sick of going to this particular chain because this is college. My, my wife, Kelsey, and I, we were dating at the time only. And I grew up with my dad working in the grocery business. Mm-hmm. So, I know what customer service should look like. And I, Kelsey was this type of shopper, this place that we won't name. This is where she shopped. And I just was sick of going there. And I had gotten the runaround plenty of times. Hey, do you know where such and such is? Uh, Oh, no, I'm on break. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Right. And I was sick of it, but I figured we were looking for these, this certain item one time, Kelsey and I had split up to go look for this item in different parts of the store. And I'm like, well, I'm going to try it one more time. One more time. Can I get an employee? To actually help me. Right. And I look at the greenish smock that this person was wearing. Greenish, actually, I believe shirt, collared shirt and khakis that this person was wearing. And I said, hey, do you know where, I believe they were wonton wrappers. I believe we were getting a little crazy with the food we were making. I said, do you know where any where the wonton wrappers are? And she just looks at me and she goes, I don't. And I just stopped and I paused and I go, okay, thanks. Thanks a lot. And I just kind of storm off. And I hear her voice go, but I don't work here. I work at Panera Bread. Wow. Oh, and then do you know what's ironic? She offered to help me go look. What a nice, nice person. Yes. Because if you would have told me that on the wrong day, I would have been like, I don't work here. It would have came out a little bit more sassy and I would have walked away. I know. We should give a disclaimer on these stories. These are cringeworthy. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, But that's what embarrassing is. (laughs) Carter's story is cringeworthy. All right. What do you two go? What do you got? We definitely got cringeworthy stuff. I don't know. Raina, do you want to go next? I'll go for it. Okay. So before I started working at KSBJ, let me just say, I was a fan of the station. I lived 
listen, God really used it to help me through some hard things in my life. And when I got here, I was so excited. And um, early on, you know, I I didn't really like to speak up in big meetings because I'm the new kid on the block. and I'm still learning things. But God had put this idea in my heart, something that we should be doing. And I was like, you know what? Today's the day. We had this big meeting, about mm-hmm. 12 people in there, some of the higher ups in this meeting as well. I'm like, I'm going to tell them my idea. This is it. This is the day Raina shares her voice. You're going to step up. I'm yeah. going to do it. Lord, Woo! you're going to be with me with your guidance. Here it goes. And I do. I go for it. And as I'm speaking, I see all eyes on me. And you're like, I've got this room. Yes. They are eating out of the palm of my hand. Exactly. They're nodding along. They're taking it all in. They're not on their phones. They're not on their phones. They're just looking intently at me. I'm like, yes. Yes. I'm like, I walk out of that meeting. I mean, I felt two feet taller. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm I'm a shorty. Y'all know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm 4'11", by the way. Um, and, uh, but I felt like, you know, a tall person, right. I felt big and I go in the bathroom and I look in the mirror and I realize what my, my eyebrows that I painted, they're smeared. <laughs> yeah. So they were, they were looking at my eyebrow. <laughs> Did you have angry eyes? Uh, <laughs> you know, I don't know what I, and it was just like, one of them was like randomly smeared. So I was like, thank you, Lord. But you know why? Because you keep me humble. Humble. <laughs> I love that so much. Oh, I want to know what happened to the room after that. Oh goodness! No, you were Rochelle. Uh, you yeah. were in 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 makeup once upon a time. In, in makeup, what in, do you mean? Before your t when you were doing TV, you were in the makeup. So I was session. okay. I was in the dressing room, uh, and I was doing this TV show that no one would remotely know. Uh-huh. But it was uh, it was me hosting. The worst movies ever made. Like we're talking the B movies from the the fifties, and I was terrible. It was like on purpose, ironic, like type of thing. The well, the hosting was these movies yeah. were probably done by <laughs> people who were super sincere. Oh, I know. Oh, I will terrify people with this woman who's only got a head, you know, and she's sitting on this platter, and she talks. That was a movie. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I would host this thing and. I was in there doing one of the many wardrobe changes because when you go in and do these kinds of shows, you do like multiple shows at once. Okay. And so I'm changing my clothes in a hurry. And there's this precious lady. This is a local TV station that I'm at filming. And she is getting her makeup done, you know, with little tissues like mm. you see in the movies right under her chin. So she didn't get get it must. Fancy. And somebody's professionally loving on her. And so she's, she's getting her makeup on and she just strikes up a conversation. Very friendly lady what do you do here? I said, well, I'm doing this TV show. I am talking a zillion miles a minute because I have drank so much coffee Mm -hmm. to try to keep up with the energy needed to do this show. I don't recommend doing that. That's terrible. But I was very, very energized uh, in genuinely. (laughs) And I'm just talking, 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 talking. Well, I I, I do this show called The World's Worst Movies and I'm the host of the show and it's a terrible show. (laughs) She just graciously sat there and listened, engaging. Oh, that's interesting. You know, she said, and of course, it didn't dawn on me. Maybe you ask her how she's doing. What's going on in your world, lovely lady getting your makeup done? You know how conversations work. Right, right. (laughs) Plus, it didn't even dawn on me, apparently. Like, she's big enough stuff to have someone doing her makeup, whereas I'm doing my own makeup. It's all right. You do it well, though, Rochelle. I appreciate that. So uh, as I'm just rattling off, she's like, so what do you do? And I told her and she said, well, I remember I it's kind of silly. I was at a friend's house and they had this coffee table book and it was called The World's Worst Movies. 
And I was actually in one of those movies that was in that book. And I said, well, at least you had something to your name. Blah, 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 blah. And I just kept going on. I, this is very sad. So I walk out of the dressing room and I'm walking down the hall and I get to where we're shooting after I had said goodbye to this lovely woman. And say here, this person saying, we're going to put Patty Page on the air here really soon. Patty Page, Broadway star, nominated for Grammys, Lifetime Achievement Award given to her. Wow. Oscar nominated. Oh, my. And I said, Pat, Patty, Patty Page, I have a theater degree. Uh, this would be like throwing Marlon Brando under the bus. This is not a good idea. I run around. I get into this precious woman's face that looks lovely, by the way, after the makeup. And I said, I am so stupid. I am so sorry. I can't believe that. I, and she was so gracious. Honey, why would you know? It's fine. It's just fine. But I didn't even Aww. ask about how you were. And I just, I wasn't even, I was in my own little world. It is just fine. She was lovely. That's incredible. Yeah. But <laughs> the embarrassment. Really, oh, my word. And looking back, you just, you learned something over the years. About engaging people and making sure that when they're bringing up conversation, maybe it's called a conversation. There's two ways there. At least it was just you two. And now all of us that know. Yes. <laughs> so, um, I, before the, we do more embarrassment, that reminds me, though, of how you know huge of a star that she was. Yeah. Reminds me of the story that I heard where this surfer guy, and I can't remember for the life of me what his name is. People in the surfing community would know him. He was big enough that they actually, they needed some surfer voices in a Disney animated movie. Okay. And they used his, he you know, narrated and stuff. So he's at this surfing festival or something. And up walks Paul McCartney. <gasps> one of the Beatles. Yeah. You know? Kind of a big, big deal. Kind yeah. of a big deal. Yeah. He looks at, and Kelly, it's, Kelly Slater is the only surfer I know. So I'm just going to use his name, even though it wasn't this guy. He, he, he walks up and he goes, are you Kelly Slater? And of course, everybody was staring at Paul McCartney. And Kelly Slater was like, uh, what? And kind of turns around like, is Paul McCartney oh, talking to me? He's talking to me. He goes, yeah, yeah. And Did Paul, he say, what? Paul McCartney goes, my, my grandkids love you in that uh, animated movie. We, we, we checked up on some of your surfing. You're oh, really good. Oh, my so, word. And so he goes, and so he finds himself going, well, thank you. Thank you. Have a good day. Have a good day. And trying to rush along Paul McCartney because yeah. Paul McCartney's busy. He's got stuff to do. And Paul McCartney kind of leans back against the wall and goes, so what's new with you? <gasps> wow. Nice. And yeah. he just struck him the humility. You could get to any point that you want. Right, and to right. still have that humility. That's really nice. Was incredible. At least the guy had the wherewithal to know it was Paul McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> I would have said something stupid like, I want to hold your hand. <laughs> hey, I saw Jude somewhere over here. Anybody? Hey, Jude. Um, so th with all the school stuff, it reminded me, I was telling a friend this yesterday. I hadn't thought about this in a while. My dad has this story where he's, and by the way, if kids are listening, it's not graphic or anything. It's just kind of blunt here in a second. My dad was in college. He's taking statistics because he was a business major. Yeah, you need a reason to take a class like statistics on yeah, purpose. Exactly. He was not good at statistics. Okay. So it's about three-fourths of the way through the semester. They walk in one Monday. Here's where it gets blunt. The dean of the school is in there with some other guy they don't know. And they don't know where their professor's at. And the dean goes, all right, everybody in here? Okay, everybody good? All right, uh, announcement. Uh, your professor died over the weekend. <gasps> Oh, and, and they just put it bluntly like that in the <gasps> 70s, apparently. And they're like, what? He's like, yeah, hit by a car. 
And they're what? like, oh, okay, well, thank you for the oh <laughs> caressing of word. that. You know, so who they introduced was this local accountant that was going to take over for the last month of the class. So the dean walks out. Wow. And the accountant, and my dad's totally bombing this class. He's failing this class. And the accountant goes, I'm going to be honest with you guys. We don't know how organized your professor was. I can't find any of his notes. We don't know what your grades uh-huh. are or where you're at in class. This is before computers, you know, before they were yeah, getting yeah, yeah. computers. And go, we don't know where you're at. So I'm going to make a promise to you. Mm-hmm. If you show up mm-hmm. for every class the rest of the sem- semester, I will give you an A. <gasps> what? Oh, that's dad, amazing. That's all my dad needed to hear. Oh, my word. So my dad shows up. Every yeah. Class, still doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. And on the next, on the class before the final. Yeah. The accountant, the new professor, is walking around inspecting everybody's work. And he just stands over my dad's shoulder. And he looks down and then he looks at my dad and he goes, you don't have any idea what you're doing here, do you? (laughs) And my dad goes, nope, but I've shown up every time. That's right. (laughs) And the guy goes, dang, it! You're passionate. I don't think that's an embarrassing story. No. That's an awesome story. Well, and honestly, well, it, it was one that just came amazing. to mind. Honestly, no, but yeah, he's amazing. Like, good for you. It's, it's a good loophole. for him. Yeah, that he was in the percentage that uh, you know the percentage of people actually pass statistics. <laughs> <laughs> the statistic about <laughs> statistics is, oh yeah, that just that story cracks me up. That's I love funny. it. So speaking about schools. From a mom's perspective, you know, we with uh, the schools shut down right now and we're praying and hoping that they open up again before the end of the school year. I know mm-hmm. my uh, two daughters who are in middle school, they are. Uh, but a few years ago, it was the end of the school year at their school, the parties that they have. And they reached out to the parents to bring stuff, to do stuff. And I'm like, you know, I want to be a part of my kids end of the school year yeah. party, even though my daughters didn't want me to because they're too cool. I'm like, no, I'm going to be there. So I go out to the store and I get the name brand chips and drinks. That was my thing that I was going to do. And I have it in like the, the, you know, plastic bags that it comes in. So I have it and I'm sitting in the front desk area waiting for them to call the parents back because it was a certain time they were going to let us back there. And as I'm sitting there, I see another mom walk in and she's got this scrapbook. And she's signing signing in to be a part of the parties as well. And she sh- tells the lady at the front desk, oh, let me show you what I've made for the teacher. Mm. And she starts going. She's like, all throughout the year, I've been taking these pictures at all the class functions, all the school functions. Oh, and she's I- one of those. One of those. <laughs> and I'm sitting there with my, you know, with my little bag of chips and the name brand. And I'm just like, okay, that's great that she did that. She's got a full scrapbook. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> then, Genuine. Then another yeah. mom walks in with um, a wagon. Mm-hmm. A wagon? A wagon. And it's filled with, you know, beach pails. And each beach pail no. has like, yeah. No. Filled, Rochelle, with the with treats oh, and okay, all this man. other stuff. And she comes in with the big wagon. And and, she, and and these women, by the way, they all look glamorous. Uh-huh. The makeup done, the heels on. Meanwhile, I'm like in sweats. I don't know, tennis shoes. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay. And then she, all right, wait, that's how were happening. How were your the eyebrows? <laughs> My <laughs> eyebrows were on. Okay, you know, they okay. were, you know, I will give myself that. They Thank you, Rochelle. I feel better. You know what? I'm going to sit up a little taller I don't think right she now. was asking to make you feel better. <laughs> well, she I, is I, I, I genuinely do. wondering about you. Well, I do. She Thank gives you, me the benefit Rochelle, of the I feel better. 
And so then another parent comes in and they built like this full on like tiki bar looking thing because their theme was luau. Oh my goodness. I mean, everybody's walking in with these like super fantastic things. So I keep wow. feeling smaller and smaller and mm. smaller. And then they finally make it to where the parents can go back. They make an announcement. They say, all right, parents, you can go back there. And as we're all rushing back to those classes... As if things couldn't have gotten any worse for me, my bag rips and the <laughs> chips and the drinks fall out. And I and my husband is with me through this. And he looks at me and he says, you want to just like stop being a part of these yeah. things? I said, I think this is a sign. I think we're good. I think I think we're good. So, yeah, I just send money to, to the, the moms that can do it. And I yeah. thank the moms that can do it. I'm. I, I, I can't. So funny. What is it? Raina's <laughs> no good, horrible, terrible, absolutely bad day. Oh, yeah. But I get you. I get it very, very much. If anybody who listens to the morning show knows I don't cook. So like homemade stuff. I could be crafty, but it just it does take a lot of effort. And so for those of you who do it, that's amazing. That's a gift. Truly. It does yeah. encourage the teachers when they see that. But if you're like me and Raina, it's really okay, too. That's where we yeah. get into that comparison thing. It can be a problem. That's true. Uh, that very, true. very true. So, and I think you're amazing. I know that Thank you, you. one of Raina's best gifts, in my opinion, is encouragement. And one of Carter's best gifts is not his dad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Now oh. I'm going to go. Oh. And, um, you know you that know feeling that Raina had on the last day of oh, school? Oh, that made me feel <laughs> so... Stop it. Oh, stop it. Sorry. <laughs> Where's the little violin? Pull it out, Carter. <laughs> well, we we, we absolutely music. love... Carter's dad jokes. In fact, he had this one uh, that you shared on the last podcast that I shared with my family because I got so tickled about, you know, what the CDC, what kind of jokes the CDC is approving right now? What kind of jokes is this CDC what? approving right now? Inside jokes. <laughs> and I started, I, I started giggling so hard telling it. My family couldn't help but laugh. But um, you have one for us right now before I tell my story. Well, do you know why Antarctica? Is has no cases of COVID nineteen. No they don't. cases of COVID nineteen. Do you know why? I, I no. Well, they've been isolating themselves. Mm, like the inside one. I'll pull up that that violin music that you were <laughs> talking like about. <laughs> we need Nobody all the smiles we jokes. can get right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. All right. Yeah. All no, right. What, what's the deal with you? You got well, you got one more story for I've us. I've got Rochelle. a story. It's not embarrassing. I thought I thought about this one last night, and I think it might love on you a little bit. So if you know my kids at all through the years on KSBJ, I've shared them with you. Um, Sammy, most people know from his telling of the Easter story and Carter and Raina, both are joking with me. They're like, this kid is going into high school next year. He's going to be 45 with kids. You're going to be playing that. <laughs> but but Carter and his wife are pregnant with their first. And I know that Raina already gets it. Your baby is always your baby. Will Ezra be taking the reins of the telling of the you story? Know what? I oh. can't wait to see how we get to, to love on bringing Ezra into the morning show, mm -hmm. because so many amazing things that we can all relate to are going to be happening to you and Kelsey, and we're excited about it for you, and truly, it will be fun. But uh, little Sammy has Asperger's syndrome, and that's on the autism spectrum, if you've heard of it. These kids are super bright, but they're also mm -hmm. incredibly literal. And even though they may be like, sometimes people have called him a genius in some areas, there are other areas where it's just like... Honey, don't forget to do what most of us would have no problem remembering to do. And so it's been so much fun, especially with two highly sarcastic parents, how God just <laughs> threw us this wonderful wrench into the works. You know, this is our child who's so literal. But uh, for a long, long time, he didn't really speak in full sentences. He would only give us bits and pieces. 
It's why a lot of the times you see autism, you see the puzzle piece. We just get little pieces sometimes mm. with our children. Mm. And so when he could start speaking full sentences, a lot of the time he would quote things and based on the emotion of that thing. So if it was a line, this is my classic example. If it was a line from Winnie the Pooh, uh-huh. Pooh, you messed up my moose. It's this classic Winnie the Pooh cartoon. Rabbit was upset and he would display his frustration by quoting that line because he was trying oh. to, yeah, he was trying to let me know this is my emotion I'm feeling, but he didn't know how to put it in words. So he would oh. quote. Yeah. So, but then he starts, he was very fascinated from an early age too. I highly recommend uh, if you have a child that's on the spectrum. I, I loved watching the Baby Einstein DVDs with my my son. He very much gravitated towards music, but also they love watching Veggie Tales and there's all sorts of incredible Bible-oriented mm-hmm. things. So he was very early interested in what the Bible had to say. So all of that set up for the story. He's finally starting to find those sentences for me. And he's also started to ride a bicycle. Okay. training wheels. This was when we lived up in New York. And I'm pushing Caleb, who's three years younger, in his, like, little car stroller thing. Can't quite maneuver pedaling yet. And Sammy's got his little bicycle, his tiny little training wheels, and his helmet, his little pads, and he's so cute. (laughs) And he decides that he's going to take up way ahead from Mommy. Well, you can't do that. Oh, no, 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 you cannot do that. Sammy, honey, you are going too fast. You can't do that. And my literal son, who memorizes scripture at the drop of a hat. Mommy, I can do all things through Christ. Who gives me strength? Amen. And then in that moment, I realized, I how do you, how do you come back from that? <laughs> because at this stage, you can't life, do that. You cannot. Oh, I can. <laughs> God's Love bigger it. than you, mommy. Love it. But I want you to be encouraged by Philippians four thirteen today. It may be one of those that we lean on often that we have seen printed on pillows and people have written it out on. I don't know, benches. We've yeah. seen it everywhere. Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. I want to just throw a, uh, a, a I want to kind of improv for a second. Oh, okay. If Raina, because we haven't told in a while and we've never told it on here, will you quickly tell the story about when you were at the, the uh, Tagaria and you were teaching your girls, because you're not fluent in Spanish, but you were teaching your girls Spanish. Okay, just so we're all aware, I thought that was the end of the podcast. <laughs> I mean, I was going to leave encouraged and motivated. I know. <laughs> but since you insist, I did not grow up knowing Spanish. My mom was fluent in Spanish when she was a little girl. She went to school, was made fun of. So she learned English as a young girl, and then she never spoke Spanish with us. She only spoke Spanish Spanish in our household if she was upset or didn't want the kids to know what she was talking about. So now as an adult, I'm working really hard to get the Spanish back. So you're doing uh, a great job. Thank you. You yeah. have so many of us fooled that you don't speak it fluently. <laughs> I'm I'm learning, studying it constantly and trying to get it better and better. And it's also important for me to pass it on to my daughters, at least what I know, passing it on to them. And so the perfect time for me to teach them is when we are at Tacarias, when we're out at restaurants and they have a menu that is Spanish in front of yeah. them. Mm. And so we go to one and I said, girls, this is the day. We, you, you've seen us do this a lot. This is the day I want you to order your own food in Spanish. You know, you can say quesadilla, taco con frijoles, 
queso. You can do this. And as we're going through the menu, I notice next to a lot of the food options, there is this word togo. Mm-hmm. And I've never seen this as an option. I'm like, is this a type of cheese or what is this? So I'm like, hold on, girls. Let me ask the waitress. So I, you know, call her over. And I said, uh, con permiso, ¿qué es esto togo? ¿Esto es un queso o un salsa? And that means, what is this right. togo? Is this cheese or salsa? What is this? And in the clearest English voice, she mm-hmm. looks at me and she says, ma'am, that says to go. <laughs> And my, do- my daughters just look at me, and I'm like, oh, well. So I'm going to keep practicing that Spanish, y'all. I'm going to keep trying. That story brought to you by restaurants that still have to-go orders. Woo! Options right now. 